Hello, interview listeners. It's Jill, your host, with a quick reminder. The topics discussed on this podcast span artistic, intuitive, spiritual, and holistic awareness for both people and animals. Information shared should not replace medical, psychological, or veterinary care. This applies to myself, co-hosts, and guests on the show. I'm not a healthcare professional, nor do I give advice I'm not trained to offer. Please seek the appropriate help if you need to. Thank you. Now, on to the show. hear spirit calling? I'm Jill and this is my intuitively guided podcast where all things spiritual, creatively mix and mingle. As an artistic mystic, we'll talk about everything from Reiki to writing, art to angels, earth wisdom to meditation, and the psychic nudges only our soul knows. Thanks so much for joining me for another inspired conversation. Hey guys, welcome to the first new episode of Hello Interview for 2024. I'm a little under the weather as you can probably hear, which is in step with the snowstorm we're having here in the Midwest right now. I have a bit of a lingering sort of laryngitis going, which is kind of summoning my inner Demi more right now. I don't know. So it's kind of fun. But anyway, bear with me. Hopefully I'll feel better next week. We'll see. I'm hoping anyway. But regardless, to feel all cozy as we approach mid-January, I have all of my candles going. And yes, my Christmas tree is still up. But it is a winter tree with snowflakes and white lights to offset the dark, moody sky. You know, I really like to think about how winter can mimic your mood and also how we can maneuver through the seasons. And I really used to dislike winter growing up. And I always remember my mom saying, don't hate winter. Look at how pretty the trees are against the white sky. It's like the perfect etching. And it's true. It's very, very pretty. There is a lot of beauty in winter and some people make a mad dash to somewhere tropical the first chance they get in the middle of winter. Not me, man. I lived in Florida for three years and compared to endless summer, I personally prefer all of the seasons. That's just my personal preference. If you love your tropical climate wherever you live, that's cool, but it's just not my cup of tea, and we all have to get comfortable with wherever we live. Another thing that my wise mom also said was, you'll appreciate the season someday because just when you're getting sick of the summer heat, the cool fall breeze will come in and will give you some relief. And then just after the last leaf falls and you can't stand the brown ground anymore, suddenly a beautiful snowfall will blanket the ground and bring magic to the landscape. And then after you think you can't stand one more second of bitter cold, a welcoming burst of springtime air will surprise you and make you want to take long walks and stare up into the canopy of new budding trees. 
rest in peace, mom, just talking about how you would talk about the seasons perks me up in this moment and makes me feel all cozy. And I just feel your love. Anyway, this is a perfect intro into today's show, getting cozy with crystals. Now, I know you're thinking, how can you cozy up to rocks? They are kind of pointy and sharp and hard and certainly not cozy like a warm blanket. Well, duh, is what I would say to that. But I'm talking about the energetic coziness of crystals. Ah, see what I did there? These are the feelings and the energies that intermingle with our energies and help to balance and promote healing and balance within our chakras. Now, I know you're thinking also, crystals are complicated. There's a million of them. And what's it all about? We have people talking left and right these days about crystals, and it's a hot topic. That and chakras. Everyone loves information about the chakras because it's coinciding with the energetic frequency of who we are. And this directly speaks to our soul. That's why we want to talk more about it. Chakras are, of course, our energetic epicenters within our auric field surrounding our physical body. And crystals actually can help to balance our chakra centers. They really do go hand in hand. And I have been working with crystals since I was a kid. Again, thanks to my mom who took me into crystal shops at a young age. And I got to talk with the shop owners about their properties and how I could use them and how I could wear them as jewelry. Again, this is going back a couple of decades when crystals were considered kind of like total woo-woo. And even though people sort of still put them in the category of that now, they are truly about understanding that each crystal has a property that has an energetic frequency that can help to tamp down, amplify, and calm our energies within us, mental emotional, physical, as well as our homes. So getting energetically cozy with crystals in your home, and I'm using the word cozy because crystals make me feel supported, protected, and balanced. So how can crystals promote balance? Crystals in general make you feel calm, energized, and rejuvenated. Healers, shamans, and spiritual seekers have used crystals for generations and truly work in step with the healing properties of each specific type of crystal to connect with whatever it is they need to balance within themselves and for other people. And it can sometimes seem confusing to try and compartmentalize crystals because I believe there's a lot of crossover with how they can be used. Simply by wearing a crystal, you can receive the benefits of the healing properties. So too, can you use crystals in a grid placed in a certain formation, along with prayers and intentions to increase the energetic frequency of what it is you need to have help with. You can also place your crystals around your home to align with purpose and passion for certain projects and or issues in your personal life. This is super duper important to recognize that you're pulling crystals when you feel drawn to wanting to have a little extra help. If it's in a big bowl of crystals that you have sitting 
somewhere in your home and you're feeling drawn to go to that bowl and pull a crystal, it's because the energetic frequency is calling to you. And you can energize and bubble up your aura to protect yourself from unwanted energies from other people and situations. Again, taking these into your workplace is a thing that you can do. They are a fantastic way to amp up your energetic field. A really easy way I have found to incorporate crystals into your life is to go by the colors and how they correspond to the chakras. Each chakra has a color and there are many crystals of many colors also that can interchange with your chakras. So the colors are an easy and quick reference for how to promote personal energetic balance and kind of take the guesswork out of which crystal to pull for whatever situation. They're like an energetic blanket. When I wear crystal jewelry, like my beloved crystal quartz, it magnifies my positive vibes and it will magnify whatever it is I may be working with that day. I wear it for podcast interviews, whenever I take a spiritual class, and I'll wear a quartz crystal if I have a doctor appointment, dental appointments, you know, whatever kind of appointments like that. I like to wear clear quartz. I love, 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 love rose quartz just because it it bubbles up all of the love emotions and it smooths out all of those hard edges of things that you cannot control. So wearing rose quartz is like wrapping everything in bubble gum and blowing kisses on everything. It feels soft and sweet and it's very supportive. And I also feel that Mother Mary is really associated with rose quartz. At least for me, I feel this to be true. And why wouldn't she be in this energy? Whenever I say the rosary, I'm always drawn to using rose quartz too, because it's calling in love and supportive goddess energy. And who better to do that than Mother Mary? And then there's amethyst, especially when working with the third eye. Intuition is all about clarity and amethyst is my go-to. I love lighting my candle in front of my Buddha statue, putting on an amethyst and using it within my third eye chakra and doing a powerful meditation to move whatever needs to move within my chakras. Let's be clear. I call in a lot of spiritual helpers in my practice, and I believe all spiritual teachers are at the ready to help guide and assist me on my journey. And I just like to bring it all in. Also, I think crystals really call in all of the energies to connect you, manifest whatever it is that you need to for working on your personal stuff. I'm just giving a few examples of how I pair crystals together. I also like to think about how if I have like a root chakra issue, I will immediately pull a red crystal like a mukite to me because it helps to balance my emotions regarding that particular energy center. Look up mukite. I think it's super helpful and awesome. I've been working with that one for a few years and I love it. If we move up the chakra centers, like for sacral work, think about the color orange, which is this chakra and pulling in like citrine or carnelian when working with that energy center. So moving up, we go to the solar plexus and we're in the yellow zone of color. And that can correspond with like phantom quartz or rutilated quartz. And of course, a number of agates. Again, you're going to get 
into what you're drawn to, what you have within your pile of crystals, what you're pulling, what you're drawn to in a crystal store. If you're trying to find something that is connecting you with your personal power and your solar plexus. So pay attention to anything closely associated with that color. And going up into the heart chakra, the color here is green. So think green adventuring as well as malachite or even calcites and chrysophase. So I mean, you have a number of crystals that fall within this green color, then move up into the throat chakra and this color is blue. So pulling in blue crystals, turquoise, sapphire, lapis lazuli, and a variety of agates. There are so many. All right, moving up to the third eye. Third eye is indigo. So we're going to go into the violets and the purples up into the crown chakra. And the stones associated here are amethyst, ametrines. This is why getting a crystal guide can help you to discern specific crystals based on colors and what they're associated with. Go to an extensively stocked crystal shop and see what calls to you. It's always such a surprise. It's like the gift that keeps on giving when you talk about crystal information. There are no wrong crystals to pull for each chakra, by the way. It's what you're drawn to. One of my very favorite stones that I work with is the Shiva Lingam stone. It's shaped like an egg and it has traditionally two different colors in it. They're the brown tones, tan, and sometimes like an umber color mixed in, and they come in all different sizes. I have one as small as an inch, and I've seen them as big as a football and even bigger, like where you can't lift them. And they are said to include the material of a meteorite that crashed in the Narmada River in India, which is one of the seven sacred sites in India. This is where this particular stone is sourced from, and they are said to balance the masculine and feminine energies and help to balance the entire chakra system. And when I hold that stone, I feel so calm and so grounded. This also was the stone Harrison Ford searched for in the Indiana Jones Temple of Doom movie but that's not why I like it. If this is a stone that's just so unique. Why wouldn't it be revered in one of these movies? It's just such a cool stone. So if you can find a Shiva Lingam stone, connect with one and see how you feel about it. As for how to place crystals around your home, I like to put them in all of my plants. For instance, I recently just replanted a variety of plants that were in one humongous basket. And then I gave haircuts to my two beloved bamboo plants that I've had for like a zillion years and have a variety of crystals I placed around their roots to strengthen and promote regrowth. And then I have moonstones all over the place, which add to the calm energy to balance my home. Using certain crystals for certain things, look it up. It can be so helpful and simplify it. Don't make it complicated. You don't have to go take a 7,000 hour course on crystals. Crystals are all about what feels good to you. So keep it simple, sweetheart. Also, don't be shy when placing crystals next to family photos or using them in conjunction when creating artwork, which I do. I like to have my crystals nearby and sometimes I'll pull one and just kind of either put it on me or put it next to me when creating artwork. And I find it to be very helpful when putting them next to family photos. It's very interesting. 
And then I'll read why like the properties of that crystal are important. And then it all makes sense. I also grab my calcite when doing intense meditations because I love the protective energy of calcite. If you invite them in as you would a friend, they are sure to cozy up to your energy. So get cozy with the idea of getting new crystals for the new year and adding them to your spiritual repertoire. Also, peruse crystal shops. Get a good reference guide. There are so many out there. And simply connect with crystals to better connect with yourself, whether as jewelry, in your home, as supportive energetic decor, ooh, supportive energetic decor, new buzz phrase, or for your meditative practice. Crystals are the energetic buddies we need right now. Remember, you're going to go with your gut on this. And in an upcoming episode, I really want to talk about how to cleanse, clear, and attune your crystals too. Because again, we're going to try to keep this simple so you don't have to think it's harder than it needs to be. Okay, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember to grab some crystals and zen out in the new year of 2024. This may be one of those years we're going to need some extra support. You never know. I know the tides are turning and some good things are happening. So why not stock up on all of the energetic support that you can? Okay, take care and I will talk with you next time. Thank you to everyone who's rated, reviewed, and follows the show. And if you've enjoyed this episode, tell a friend. I really appreciate your support. Also, if you'd like to learn more about me, check out spiritchi.org for my earth wisdom workshops, agiloriginal.com for my hand-drawn pet portraits and more, and hellointerview.com for podcast updates. Remember, new episodes of Hello Interview drop every Wednesday. Until then, let your love light shine, everybody. Bye.